ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike. Welcome back to another episode of The Crease Dive. Today is Friday, July 15th, and what an episode we have in store for you all. I'm Jordy from Barstool. With us, as always, is Brother Dukes on the mic, but little little special episode here we've got we've got a full on round table here so let's get through the rest of these introductions before we tell you what we're getting into later today in this episode we are lucky enough to be joined by a man who is making his triumphant return to the podcast today we've got shido back on the mics and we are also lucky enough to be joined by a man who is a Newly crowned gold medalist. If you're watching this on the YouTube right now, you can see him wearing it himself. But we've got a newly crowned gold medalist in lacrosse sixes as a part of Team Canada at the World Games. We've got Drake Porter on the mic. So, boys, fantastic to have this roundtable uh, together today. I feel like it's, I mean, this group together, it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know what, Jake? I'm, I'm going to give you the first word here because Drake as happy as I am for you that you're a gold medalist, you did have to beat Team USA in the process, so I'm a little pissed off about that. So, Shido, we're going to give you the floor. Uh, great to have you back, and how's everything going? I mean, it, great to be back. Right? It's, it's, it's like riding a bike. You never, you never, you never forget how it feels. Uh, it's nice to see everyone's smiling faces uh, again, talk some lacrosse. I, I got to be honest. I, I've been busy, and uh, I, I've missed chatting it up with the boys, so I'm excited to be here. Drake, uh, well, first off, shit, oh, great. I mean, just fantastic to, to see you back here. It's just like old times. It feels right. Um, Drake, yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're coming off fresh off a, I mean, just a full-blown shellacking over the United States of America. So I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to hurt your, your citizenship or not. Uh, I, I feel like there needs to be something in the works there to keep you guys out of here. But uh I mean, fresh off of a great win with the boys, uh, probably was a, a really fun week down in Birmingham. Uh, so how are you doing? I'm um, doing well. Yeah, we, the game finished, I guess it was a late game, and then I had to fly out uh, early this morning. Um, and I, I feel pretty horrible right now, but I'm excited to get after. I'm getting a nice second wind of energy just seeing your guys' faces. Um, you know, fired up to, uh, to get after it. Made sure the boys were well hydrated on the sideline last night. So now I'm, I'm dialed in right now, too. Here we go. I mean, you're up, you're up 23 to 9, and, and Jeff Teets breaking out that BTB. I feel like you can start hydrating with some, uh, some nice cold blue mountains by, by the time that halftime rolls around. Uh, Dukes, how, how are we doing this? I, I know that I'm uh, pretty sure you were involved with uh, some, some mini golf earlier today, correct? So you're, you're coming a pretty big day yourself. Yeah, we had mini golf today at Barstool and fucking wiped out. Had to uh, had to go out to the Hamptons and back, which is not not the norm for a guy like me. But um, yeah, I'm pumped to do this. I mean, I think the funniest thing that happened this week was when we tried to do this episode last night. Texted Drake, we're like, "Oh, he'd be such a good addition." And we're like, "Drake, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm warming up for the gold medal game. How about you guys?" And we're like, "All right, well, we, we can't do this right now. We got to delay it." So it's good that we're all here, Jake. It's so nice to hear your voice again on this. Uh, on this pod, I missed hearing it. Um, but yeah, can't wait to get this episode started. I feel like we got the right guys to talk to talk this subject. Yeah. So, uh, so just uh, for for everyone out there, so today we're gonna do things a little bit differently. Um, obviously, we're in the middle of the All Star break in the PLL season, so. 
Um, I mean, do we have some lacrosse talk to get to? Sure. Like we can talk about the world games a little bit. Um, I'll say it. Canada is so much better than us. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much I mean, all. That's, talk that's about, talk about getting fucking bundled, but yeah. What more there's there to say? Yeah. We, I think we've talked about in the group chat today, like quickly, like we just were like, Hey, hey Canada, have I, you guys are so much better than us at box. Let's give you a bigger goal on a grass field and let's, let's see how it goes. When we're not even getting, like putting out America's best effort. Like I'm not, I'm not confident that we just did 11 best guys that we have. So Dude, um, Drake, I- some people are calling it a uh, fake gold medal. Look, I'm not starting that narrative. I'm just saying you guys beat like the 2004 USA Olympic basketball team, not the 1992 dream team. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, like badmouth those players, but like at the same time, like that's the team U.S. lacrosse sent. Like, I, I don't know why or like what the reasoning is, but like we got to play. We're going to play like our coaches put together like a super team. Like I was watching our first practice. I was like, oh, my God, like we're going to win every game by like 10. And then we won every game by 10. <laughs> so like uh, like our coaches, our coaches took it like full. I mean, I'm sure they I don't know what their process was like and. I don't want to like get into it like too much and just rip on them. But like, we were like full on treating it like it was like the world games. And like, I think you kind of saw that in the results. So guys were working their tails off all week, especially on the DN. So it was nice to be able to kind of get, get the win there at the end. And uh, it was kind of nice having it being a, a little bit ugly too. Uh, Cause I think us has won the past couple full field world games. So no love lost there. I, I, got- I said, I said earlier today in a blog that like, like team Canada, like a bunch of like master chefs, right? Like you're, you're basically telling them, Hey, like this is go out there and play box lacrosse. So you've got a bunch of, a bunch of master chefs and you're putting them in a tournament to go out and make a grilled cheese, right? Like it's like, like lacrosse sixes, it's just a way easier version of box lacrosse. So it's like, Hey, go do that thing that you guys are fucking sick at, but make it way easier on you guys. And then let's see how it goes. Um, and turns out the way that it goes is a 23 to nine win in the gold medal game. So who could have seen it coming? No comment. No comment. No. I think I, I got a I comment. comment. I got another comment. How jealous are you of fucking Adam Gittleman playing the field? Were you like a little bit like at 23 to nine? You're like, put me the fuck in. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Actually. I watched him playing. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. I saw him practicing and then I watched him playing against Germany and I literally walked right up. Uh, cause we were watching the U S play after our game. I walked right up to Brody and, and junior and I was just like, you see that like second string goalie getting a lot of runs in the field. Like <laughs> legs are, legs are better for the boys. Something to think about. And they just like looked at me and they're like, no, like it was an immediate, That's so <laughs> but funny. I would, dude, I would have, my, like my buddies would have died if I was like in a two man game with like Dane Smith up top. And like, I'm the one receiving, <laughs> like setting the pick. Dane sets a pick for you, Drake. Dane sets a pick for you. All right. Well, yeah. So we we can talk until we're blue in the face about uh, about sixes, but you know what we can talk about even more is some gear. We've got four guys on this panel right now, bunch of gear hounds, and like I mentioned before, we're we're in the middle of the of the PLL All Star break, and realistically like do we need to preview the all-star game heading into the weekend no like it, it's 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 an all-star game the same way that it is in any other league is it fun maybe does it matter no not at all so instead of talking about the all-star game i figured 
we figured that we talk about everything that you guys truly come to this pod to hear about. And that's just outrageous takes about shit that doesn't really care. Doesn't really matter about anything, but at the end of the day, it's, it's what it's all about. So we're here to talk about some gear today and what we're going to do. Uh, so everyone here is just going to talk about some of their favorite gear growing up through, you know, their, their era of lacrosse. Uh, we're going to do this top to bottom from head to toe uh, and in a snake draft formula. So we're going to give you uh, just our, our favorite helmet growing up, uh, the, the best head that we ever used growing up. Maybe that shaft that you always wanted for Christmas growing up, uh, the cleats that, that you, you would die for uh, and, what else do we got here that I'm missing? Uh, shoulder pads, elbow pads, uh, maybe a little accessory to top off the whole look. So basically like you, you just think about Timmy Desco and like everything that made him look <laughs> like the, the fucking sickest lacrosse player of all time. And we're just going to break down pretty much all of that. So, uh, so that, that, that's going to be the, the chunk of this, uh, this week's episode, obviously, again, we're, we're all gearheads here. So I'd imagine that the conversation is going to just go off on a bunch of tangents about, you know, different gear, uh, you know, that just goes off on those eras. Uh, but what do, what do we think? Should we, should we start off right at the top with a helmet? Should we just go top to bottom? Does that make the most sense? Yeah, I think that's logical at the, at the very least. All right. It, it's, it's easier for our brains to, to comprehend, just keep moving down the lineup. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to start off with our, our number one pick of the helmet uh, in the snake draft. Uh, I think again, like I said, Drake, I would love to give you the first pick, but you guys just beat the balls off of USA. So I can't in good faith do that to you. Uh, Shido making your long awaited return to the podcast. The people have been clamoring to have you back on here. So it's only fair to start off. So let's go. Uh, we'll go Shido Drake. We'll, we'll, we'll give you the number two pick. Cause you, you had a pretty big week. Uh, Duke, she'll run in the three slot and then I'll back clean up here. So number one helmet in the gear snake draft. The floor is yours, Jake. With the number one helmet selection. I'm going with the CPX. Like there, there's literally nothing better than, than the CPX. Like you might be a CPXR purist. You might be, uh, you know, you, you might, this, the original CPX was the goat. Like, I mean, you could, you could wear it low. It felt good. Like probably didn't protect you as much as the helmets do nowadays, but I'm going with the CPX. I mean, dude, it, it is, it is so good, right? Like you, you've got like the contoured face mask. You still like, it's still in that era where you could like really customize, like you would go onto like Cascades website and like customize. It's a good pick. That's a really good pick. It's and a like really I, good. It's a really good. Number on the one. Back. It's a really good yep. one overall pick. Uh, all right, Drake, you're, you're up. Uh, with the second pick, uh, I'm going to keep it simple here. Uh, I'm going to go with the R, Cascade R. I feel like uh, when teams switched to that, it was the first time there was, like, legitimate buzz in the air. It was, like, in the middle of my high school career. And if your team got the R, like, that spring, it was, like, a huge deal. And I think only some college teams even got them for the playoffs. Um, and it was just – it absolutely looked, – it looked sick. Um, you didn't see guys, like, splitting CPXRs and Pro 7s. Like, a, some of the rosters were split up. Everyone was in the R. And, uh, yeah – there it is, number 
I'm sitting here at three, astonished that I have the Pro 7 in my lap right now. I mean, if we're talking about the swag helmet, like we're talking swag, Kelly, you got the tilt, you got the drip, and you're about to break some ankles on a summer lacrosse field, you're you're wearing a Pro 7. Like all the best players of that time wore Pro 7s. And if you had to wear a CPXR like me, too small of heads. So like I remember being in seventh grade trying to squeeze into a, a Pro 7 because it was like the big boy helmet. And I think that that's an absolute steal here at three. And I, I, I have thought the Pro 7, if you don't have a massive, if you have like a big head, like Rabel looks sick with his like massive Chad chin. But yeah. like if you had like a smaller head, it looked so bad. So like for yep. some people look sick. Some guys look so bad in that helmet, especially in the MLL when everyone was wearing it. Well, that's, that's the payoff was so good that everybody wanted to be like that. There was like an ideal image for a Pro 7 that a lot of people couldn't pull off, you're right, but it, it, I feel like it was the first drippy helmet. Um, so, yeah. Dude, I, Billy, Billy yeah. Bitter Pro 7? Dude, Come like, on. For, dude, Billy dude. Bitter Pro 7? Are you kidding me? With the sweat, with the sweaty hair, sweaty flow coming out the oh, back. Like, you know that, oh you know that. Yeah, yeah that, that man it was just so dusting fools good. in the Pro it 7. So good. And, and like, you want to talk about buzz that can't, like, Cause like that was like the first one piece helmet, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the CPX was sick, but like you still had like, like the visor was a different piece. The chin, the chin guard was a different piece. Like the pro seven came out and it was just all one shell and like, uh, no adjustables, no safety, just good old, like, like literally, I don't think they had any safety precautions in those helmets and people wore them for, for not even for the love of the game. Of course. For for the love of looking good, I mean that was those were the the orange like that like the Syracuse like the best era of Syracuse gear were the like the original Pro Seven in my like the rest let's say the past fifteen years some of the throw some of the throwback stuff sick but like the the solid orange shell with just the orange and the white Nike stuff like that like the, basically the Tim Desco era of him rocking the swag he had the they had the orange buckets and the white buckets just like clean off the top. I think some of the Syracuse stuff like progressed even cooler with like the R and the S and stuff like that. But like, you're right, Jordy, like they were the first like cool team that had like the single shell, all one color that you were like, okay, that's sick. Right. And that was at least in my, and like what I saw, I was like, oh, Syracuse is rocking it. That's sick. Or maybe like Cornell's rocking it like that. That's sick. Yeah. I'll, I'll still never say that like a Syracuse look was like any better. Like it, it never in my, and, 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 and you'll hear this as we get deeper into the snake draft. Like a lot of the things that I'm going to base my picks off of are, are 20, like I'm, I'm picking basically yeah. everything Mikey Powell. And so <laughs> like, like that, that CPX that he wore, like at the end of his time at, at Syracuse, even like a C pro at, at Cuse, like nothing ever is going to look better than the way that Mikey Powell looked playing the sport of lacrosse. Um, and in that vein, with the fourth pick in the helmet draft. Now, listen, this is going to be controversial. And, and that's, 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 that's what we're here for. All right. But I want you to go back to the 2006 team USA lacrosse. Oh no, 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 no. I know exactly what you're going to say. I'm going to, I'm going to be. Don't, 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 don't. Here's the thing. 
Listen, I love, I no, love, dude. I no, love the cascade. Oh no, come no, on. I love the cascade bucket dude. just as much as the next guy. I would go home. I would go home after school. Little like fifth grade Jordy would go home after school. I log on to cascadelacrosse.com and I'd be customizing helmets until the cows came home. Wouldn't do a lick of homework. But if I'm looking back on a helmet that is so egregiously shit upon and, and it doesn't deserve the shit that it takes. The Rydell bucket. The I, I knew you were. Oh, I my God. You go back <laughs> to that 2006 Team USA team and you look at that helmet. Dude, tell me right oh. now that, that it it was so ahead of its time. It was a little bit more like I'm, I'm telling you right now, the shape of that helmet looks like it probably should have come out closer to today than it did in 2006. And that's why it got shit on. It didn't have a, a like, dude. I mean, I, you're saying that's just wrong. Like there's, it was so <laughs> ugly. Yeah, it I, wasn't I, though. Look at dude. No, and, and, and it's here's like the loving thing. the Duke <laughs> triad helmet, you, but dude, no, the triad was brutal. Like you, you look at those Duke teams, the triad was absolutely a true. And, and here's the thing. So here's what I'll say. The triad looked like absolute dog shit on everyone who wore it. If you were a, like a, if you were a team who had sick colors and sick gear, you could make the Rydell look really good. Like it, it wasn't a helmet that was, <sighs> you had to be like the elite of the elite. Like you either had to be Check that team. US, you either had to be that team USA team, that 2016 with those colors, you needed to be like a team that had like, maybe like a maroon in, in your, in your color scheme where you could like, like maroon really look good on that Rydell helmet. Again, it's a controversial pick, but true lax rats will know that if you, if your team was swaggy enough to pull off the Rydell, it looked so fucking mint and just pick, just pull up a picture of Mikey Powell in that U S uniform wearing the Rydell. I mean, I, I sent, it, I sent it, two pictures. It's, right, like, it's, it's right it's, up there. With, with like, I mean, the, with the whole kit, right? Like with the whole kit, it does look, it does look fairly clean. I, I will say with the full kit, with like the USA across, like with the older, like, you know, throwback text, like, I, yeah, I, I can, I can see it. I hate it, but I can see it. Dude. And, but the, that's the thing. Like anyone can look good in a pro seven. You don't have to do anything special to a pro seven to look good. If you could look good in a Rydell, you knew that your team was like the top of the top in terms of swag. I don't I still, I still hate, I don't that. hate that take, but it, the helmet is still so egregiously ugly, but like, I think one, one that if we're talking like ugliest helmets, I mean, you can't go without talking about the, uh, the Eastern Raptor. I mean, that was, yeah, that was here's here's a all question. the shelves maybe hey, for that, that helmet literally ran Easton Lacrosse into the ground. Like, yeah, like here's that, a because that helmet got recalled, they had to shut down because they has, lost so much money has, on it. Has anyone here ever actually seen someone wear an Easton Raptor? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because right I here, baby. I, oh my god. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> that right there. That right there. Clip it. If you're not if you're not following the crease, if you're not subscribed to the crease sides YouTube channel right now, you just missed maybe the greatest moment in our podcast history. The fact that we're talking about an Easton Raptor and Drake Porter just as we're recording could just throw one on right away. Without, oh my god, that's, got the, it first, up on the, that's the first Easton Raptor I've actually like physically seen. 
<laughs> I will say this too. That's definitely the first Eastern Raptor worn by a gold medalist. Like no doubt about it. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, no, wor- worst ever was the SCX Stallion. No, I think worst ever was the gate. Uh, was oh. it like gate, tri- gate no, triumph or like revolution or something? The, the, the one before the identity. The identity yeah, was the, the one that looked like almost like a bird. Um, like Albany the, wore that the, one. And then there was one. Uh, who was it? I think it was like there's a picture of Joe Walters wearing it. Where it's oh yeah, so, like so Maryland. But, but but here's the thing: yeah. 2006 Virginia won a national championship in that helmet. So that's tough. That was tough for everybody. Are we? <laughs> so, yeah, are we talking for the sport? I was trying to look up the Virginia helmet that I'm talking about. The like like Matt Matt Ward is yes. wearing it. The gate one that it looks yeah, like the it's gate like helmet. yeah, the gate it, helmet. It, it's so ugly. You know what yeah, that is. That that helmet is lacrosse sixes of of helmets. Like it's a mixture between box and field. Yeah, they yeah. took and, they, and, uh, and it just turns out horribly. They all had Vespas on campus and they took the face masks out of them and wore them as like their helmets on the Vespas. Called them thus called themselves the Whirly Birds. <laughs> a little bit a little bit of UVA lore. <laughs> is that from the, the 2011 Road to the Championship doc? I think, I think so. I yeah. One, I think I watched yeah. that one like 50 times. In middle I mean, school. Drake, Drake is a, is a, I'm glad there's somebody out here. Who's also like a, a of a, a uh, YouTube lacrosse historian. Yeah. Right. So, okay. We got it. We got to move. We'll, we'll spend all day on helmets. Yeah. We'll spend all day. <laughs> yeah. on helmets. All right. So moving down, do we go right to shoulder pads, right to shoulder pads? Yeah. All right. Well, so if we're doing a snake draft, I guess that means that I'm up, uh, Listen, this might be like the literally like the only pair of shoulder pads that I ever wore. These things last me through a solid 15 years, maybe. Uh, the Warrior Revolution Air. Does anyone know what I'm talking about here? Dukes, when, when we're, you know, when we're clipping all these up, you're going to have to find the, the Google image. Um, I mean, we're talking like early 2000s, basically think like Mark Millen era yep, of MLL. I know, I know these. So, so Warrior, like they're basically like, they're kind of like grayish silver. Um, and, Warrior Air. And yeah. And like, here's the thing. So the Warrior Revolution Air shoulder pads. And here's like, before yes. you even... Before you even brought them up to the register, you would cut off the shoulder caps, yeah. take off the bicep pads, and like all you would have is just this tiny little foam shell that would just cover your tits. And those things were just so goddamn comfortable. Uh, and and again, I I swear to God, like I, I might have used them from like fifth grade until I graduated college. So Warrior Revolution Air. Anyone who knows that I'm talking about knows. Yes. That yeah i i just looked them up and i know exactly what you're talking about cutting off the shoulder pads because every single guy i've ever played hockey with always cut off the shoulder pads and that's why this is why my, my pick uh i love i think it was ahead of its time um especially as an lsm defender i'm going the stx cell to liners the liners but they had the no shoulder uh, the no shoulder caps you know you could just like throw those on similar cross kind of look badass um because it didn't even look like you're wearing a chest protector um so that was that was if you had that you you kind of you kind of looked around like this kid this kid's got it this kid's got the juice strong pick i'm gonna uh i mean both you guys went with kind of like shoulder pads that make it look like you're not wearing shoulder pads i'm gonna flip it go for an iconic look uh the maryland team wears the under armor next gen shoulder pads and they're the ones with the massive shoulder caps. So what 
if you really want to get specific with it, Logan Wisnowskis's uh, Under Armour Next Gen shoulder pads are I, as iconic as it gets in terms of shoulder pads and lacrosse. I'm surprised you guys didn't pick them. I think Rambo wore them too. They all look like absolute goobers, but they make the final four every single year. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. The results speak for themselves. Yeah. I mean, we uh, just go for swag, not, uh, I guess not showmanship or whatever. Yeah. Again, I, I, I bought my last pair of shoulder pads before Under Armour was even in the lacrosse game. So I, I, I couldn't go that far, but <laughs> all right, Jake. I'm going to throw one out there. Uh, I, I see we've Please gone, do. see, we've gone old. I see we've gone, you know, kind of modern. I'm going to say the best shoulder pads are no shoulder pads. Wow. I've, I've, I have, I have not worn a pair oh. of shoulder pads uh, outside of playing indoor in probably nine years. Now I'm old, right? But I, I think I've, I, why do I need them? I'm fine. I'm not going to get hit with the ball. So <laughs> mine's minor shoulder pads. Most of the, and, and, and if I, if I would say no shoulder pads, right? If I had to choose, I think that, and I don't even remember what my first pair of shoulder pads were, but basically it was the same concept that Jordy described. Like you would go in and you get these, these like original warrior shoulder pads and they'd have these huge fucking shoulder caps on them. Right. And when you were running around the field, they would like flap up and down and shit. And then you'd cut them off. And as soon as you cut them off, you're like, oh, that kid now passes the eye test. Like anybody who, who would cut off their shoulder caps, you were like, yeah, that kid is, he's, he's legit. Right. So mm-hmm. um, if I had it, no shoulder pads for me, however, if I had the pick, it was anything you could just cut the shoulder caps off of and rock. Quick, quick little fun story, if I may. Um, all right. So we're, we're, we're going back to, to, to a younger Jordy, uh, a high school Jordy. Um, and this was right around the peak of 90% of lax is in the flow Facebook group. And, uh, so again, a- anyone who is listening right now, who's of age, who, uh, belong to that face Facebook group, you know what I'm saying? Like people would just put post pics of their sty out there. And then you would just put yourself out there for all the trolls of Facebook to just ridicule you. Um, so one day, you know, th- this, this cat, he posts a picture of himself, uh, and, and he's got just egregiously large shoulder pads on. Like it, it looks like the man just threw giant boulders under his Jersey and, you know, be, being that, yeah, shout out to liquid death of, of delicious beverage, um, kill your thirst. Uh, but no free ads. Uh, but anyway, so this guy, he, he posted a picture of himself in like massive shoulder pads. And I, I get into the comments and I'm like, uh, dude, bro, like the sky's not going to fall. Like you can get rid of those shoulder pads, like pussy, like whatever. Um, literally. So like that might've been like a Wednesday afternoon, had a Thursday game shattered my collarbone. No. <laughs> uh, oh and, my and- God. But was the last time that I ever talked shit in the comment section of that one. So, uh, but yeah, so it maybe not full, not fully called AC joint, but either way out, yeah. out a few weeks uh, after shitting on someone's shoulder pads and lo and behold, I, I get mine just clocked the, the next day. Uh, all right. Uh, by the way, Duke's sell would have been my backup pick. So, so good work there. Uh, moving right into elbows straight. This might be a little bit of a dicey one for you as, as a goalie. I can't imagine that you have much, um, much familiar familiarity 
with elbow pads. Uh, but Shido, it is your pick. You are on the clock for the number one pick of elbow pads. This was a this was a tough one for me um, because uh, there's a particular style, there's a particular brand like a that a, that is attached to the gloves that I'm picking. So I'm gonna have to go with my previous pick. Um, back in the day, and OGs will remember before they started making the the caps that you could make for for defensemen, they had this like fucking sleeve yes. that you could throw on oh, I and know it was like it, it went from like the top of the forearm to like yeah. a little above the bicep right and that counted as your elbow pad and boy if i didn't go from one elbow pad to those and rock them every fucking game because it was like the original yeah. set of caps i don't know what they're called Right. And if they had a name, I'd love to know them if any, if anybody remembers, but like, that's my pick for the album. Oh, so like that's, not, oh I, th- I thought you were talking. I remember. Cause like the Brian King came in like, just like a tiny sleeve. No, these were like a legit thing. That I know exactly. What Shido, yeah. I know what shit I was talking about. It almost was as if they took the caps and cut the caps off. Like you would cut off the shoulder pads. And oh, exactly. Okay. Um, I'm going to do some work and see if I can find an image of them. Um, you, somebody else can go, but yeah, we'll, I, I think we'll, I can find these. We'll put, I, a, we'll put a pin in it. We'll circle back. Yeah, I'm not up. I don't know what I was talking about. Drake, you're <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a tough one for me. Uh, obviously, don't wear arm guards. Um, my coach tried to make me actually in middle school, but I said no because I was a certified tough guy. Tough guy. Yeah, you, can, you can't wear shin guards and, and elbow pads. I know how that goes. You can't. I mean, you just can't. You, you, there's, like, no confidence there. But uh, I'm going to go with – and I think this applies to players too. I'm going to go with a white long sleeve. So, goalie, white yeah. long sleeve, always looks good. Always got to be wearing it. Tight fitting or loose? Loose. Very loose. loose. The, bat, the yeah. looser, the better. And then Garrett Apple, I'm pretty sure, wears the long sleeve over his elbow pads. I know a lot of D-middies in college do it. Um, it's a good look, like long sleeve over the elbows, just a good clean look all the way down. So not just for goalies, but uh, yeah, that's my pick for arm guards. I think that's fair. So I'm a little stuck. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little, I was a, I was a little hung up on this one. Cause it's just at the end of the day, they're just elbow pads. I was thinking the caps. I was trying to think of these specific caps that I wore for like a summer. But like, no, that's too basic of an answer. I don't want to go too basic. And I'm like, should I just go for the nostalgia hitting like the Rydells or something? So this is when I came up with the position that I've never even played in my life. The G22 arm guards for like attacking. I think those were ahead of it. That legitimately ahead of its time. I don't think that material will ever be made again for lacrosse equipment. But the G22 arm guards were, uh, were, were something special. Goated. Something special. Goated. Yeah. It was S- hard for me not to crazy. STX went through a really good run of gear in that era between the G22 stuff. Um, the, all, all the cell stuff was great. Like the, the cell elbow pads were yeah. great. Um, like the, the, the K18 elbows were, were pretty solid as well. Really solid. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong with the G22s, dude. That's a good pick for a guy uh, who never played attack and never really had to wear some, some long arm guards before. Pretty, pretty good move there. Um, as, as the only attackman here uh, in this round table who had to deal with getting his arms hacked off every single day, um, 
I mean, our arm, arm guards were a necessity. And for me, again, the, these might be a pair. It's going to date me a little bit. I'm getting older now. So I, you know, hopefully all the old heads that are listening to me, uh, you guys remember this, but the brine ventilators going to be my pick for elbow pads do or not Drake. I, I can see you're, you're already thrown off. You probably don't. Oh my God. You're probably just a twinkle in your daddy's eyes yes. when these came out, but the brine ventilators basically, you know, they, they had, you know, it was, it was almost like a shell topping um, on the bicep and the forearm. And it just had like massive holes so that like it was, ba- it was the perfect arm guard uh, to be playing like four games a day in summer tournaments, you know, just going like maybe you're down in Baltimore one week, you're on the Island the next week, you got to go somewhere the next week. Uh, those summer tournaments where you're just, you know, playing in the middle of July, get a lot of air breathing through there. Uh, the, whatever the fuck the gel like topping like the shell was made out of just super hard plastic so you could just get hacked away and didn't hurt that much um and plus it looked great so uh you know and also they they would get like nice and like loose fitting like the like as the day would go on so you'd be like this like little like 12 year old kid with your elbow pad like all the way down and like the cuff of your glove um which i always thought was was a pretty sweet look so the brine ventilator again dating myself with that one but that is my go-to pick for elbow pads i think that's the universal elbow pad of like the younger brother like the hand-me-down i think every kid who had an older brother who played lacrosse wore i'm looking them up now they all had these when we played club, but I and, never and, knew where and they just, came And from. just beat the shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, they were all like little attackmen who weren't fast enough to run away and just got absolutely hammered. Good to know. I, I, was, I was a big brother, so. <laughs> um, all right, so those are helmet, shoulder pads, elbow pads. Where do we go to now? Are we going gloves and then into stick? Right, yeah, that, yeah. Prob- that probably follows the flow of the body. Um, all right, then I, I guess... Uh, pretty happy with the way that this turned out because now i have the first pick of gloves listen oh god you're gonna pick something awful aren't you (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm picking the greatest glove ever invented and it needs no introduction and everyone who's listening right now should already have this name in their head because it is the only glove that ever mattered in the sport of lacrosse the warrior mac daddy uh i mean the the Mac daddy coming out, that was a pivotal moment in the sport of lacrosse. That is when you knew that lacrosse went from just a game that that's played by, you know, a bunch of really great guys into, Hey, we're out here to look like the sickest motherfuckers that you've ever seen. We're going to customize. Like, again, I, I mentioned before, like heading home after school, going to cascades website to just like customize different, uh, helmets, I can't tell you how many hours I logged as a kid on Warriors website, customizing different yeah. Mac daddies that I just never ordered just different variations, dude. Like you could go on their website. Not only could you customize colors of, of the glove, but like they also had different uh, materials that you could customize too. Like I probably shit you not. I probably created 975 different pairs of Mac daddies and that's lowballing it. So the warrior Mac daddies, my, my number one, my number one pick. Was it? 
wasn't the Mac Daddy like I remember the Mac Daddy was like so big on your hands, right? Oh, it was, it was like huge. But I was, was a huge. hockey guy, so I was used to big gloves. I was about to say, wasn't the inspiration like some of the Warrior hockey gear that they had, right? Some of that Warrior hockey well, gear. So, that, yeah, was- because I think right before the Mac Daddy, they put out the Super Freak, and the yep. Super Freak was a little bit tighter. Um, but yeah, the Mac Daddy did kind of fit like a like a hockey glove. Um, but as a, as a hockey guy, I was, I was kind of used to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, super freaks were right up there too. Like, again, that, that was right in that era where warrior decided like, fuck it. We're just going with like the craziest marketing marketing of all time. I'm pretty sure that they had a pair of gloves called the shocker. And like, they definitely knew what they were doing with that. 100%. I'm looking at a pair of Mac daddies right now. Like the, and, and the super freaks, the Mac daddies and the soup. They also had super flies. Um, but I'm looking at a limited edition pair that was a pink gator skin. And I've seen these before, like literally I've seen somebody rocking these in person. Like we need to get that person on the podcast. I, I saw it at a tournament. I was, some kid was playing and I was like that. What the fuck is this? But anyway, yeah, uh, no, that was a crazy marketing campaign. Dukes, your pick for, uh, for gloves. All right. So I was looking at this and I came in with three and I kind of was like, I don't like them. Looked back, favorite gloves, never even owned them, but I always wanted them. Nike Van, uh, Nike Vapor Elites, like the all-white Vapor Elites, I thought were so clean. <laughs> they were sick. Yeah, they were, they were, you know, like, I think it was the first time that I was like, all right, like Nike could maybe have some success, success in the lacrosse, uh, the lacrosse sphere. So yeah, the Nike Vapor Elites, I thought were just so swaggy. Stay with their elbow guards, but I didn't want to draft those. Fair. Uh, yeah, let me uh, just just pulling them up right now. I, like, I, I know what you're talking that about. That was like literally what we talked about. When like, we yeah, talked I, about like gear, this was like my number one. That was like the first thing I put down. I didn't even have it done by categories yet. Like not just gloves. That was the first thing I put down. That's just like legendary gear. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I think the all white was always so clean. Um, but yeah, like and they also were so fucking comfortable. Um, I remember them they just feel, yeah, just like always like being broken in as soon as you got them. So yeah, Nikes. Well, Drake, now now you're probably scrambling a bit. Yeah, I Nike, I mean Nike just really came and went with lacrosse, didn't they? They still they- have lacrosse stuff. They kind of owned my like seventh grade to like junior year of high school. I feel like like they really started to peak like 2012 to 2015 ish. And like that's it. Like so like I was yeah because I was in college at that time and I didn't yes. have any I didn't have any say in what we wore. So I just never really got into the the Nike wave. Yeah. Fun fact that uh, at Syracuse you there's like a deal with the Nike SDX thing. So there's only we're SDX sponsored, but I guess they're affiliated with Nike. We got like eight pairs of Nike gloves that guys were allowed to wear spread across the whole team. No one else could wear them. So it was always like starters, like obviously got to try them first. So that's how you knew where you were in the depth chart. The first day of January was you would look at your locker. And if you got the Nike gloves, you were like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm a starter now. Like oh, I got G22s. I starter. suck. <laughs> <laughs> Desco hates me. 
Oh, so it gives you an idea of like our mental states as I'm going in. I'm, yeah. I'm deciding like where I'm at or like how my spring is going to look based off the gloves that are in my locker. Um, like what I'm the fuck, Gates? With... <laughs> <laughs> right, dude, I got cell threes. I'm toast. The beers? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, but you guys took my top two there. Um, so I, you're right. I am scrambling a little bit, but an iconic look worn by kind of made famous by the Thompsons in their run. I'm going to go with the Maverick Rome NXT. So the one with like the middle finger going down, kind of like the oval shape near the top of the glove. Uh, pretty iconic still around today. Um, also famous. Those are like the Maverick Showtime gloves. So the Hardo who like got invited to Showtime on your team and then wore the gloves for every single club event after that, which still to this day pisses me off when I see kids do that. Um, <laughs> those kids are, oh, we're always rocking them. It's a pretty iconic look. So that's going to be my pick. Uh, One of my, remember, uh... remember when Maverick, they came out with the shark gel, which was um, like, they put it like, right. Like in between like the thumb and like the index fit, like right yeah. where you would get like slashed. Yeah. And like, apparently like, if like that material got hit, it would like harden up. I I would love to see the science behind that one because I don't believe it'll lick. Yeah, get Brankus on the call. Let's John get him. Brankus sports science. Yeah, yeah. Let's get him because I I don't believe that that shit worked one bit. Good marketing though. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, I, I mean, a lot of lacrosse like marketing back then also was just. Selling a bunch of bullshit, like just throwing shit against the wall and seeing if it would work. <laughs> like we went through some fucking crazy phases that, like, some say haunt us to this day, but I say like that, like we didn't keep that going on long enough. Uh, all right, Jake, your gloves of choice. Uh, Drake, I was gonna say that one of my one of my twenty threes this weekend. Um, he he got invited to Showtime, and he's you know he's he's rocking the gloves like in our in our game against like Team Minnesota. And the boys are absolutely just fucking chirping him the entire time. So, like, nice glove, <laughs> nice gloves, buddy. Did you get those on sideline swap, and then <laughs> all this, all this shit. And then I mean, the kid made it. I mean, the kid wearing the Showtime glo- Showtime glove made not, two more All Star games and two more tournaments. So not, like, he's, not he's a legit player, but like no, I'm going, I'm going back next year. Not to brag, yeah. but I did go to the first ever Maverick Showtime, and uh, it led me all the way to play D3 lacrosse. So uh, really good job of picking me out there, you fucking jackasses. Don't sell yourself Absolutely. short. Don't sell yourself short. You're also the host of a uh, Top 100 lacrosse podcast. That's true. It That's might true. even be a Top 90 after this episode. I didn't, and we'll I didn't even, I didn't even have Maverick Showtime. The only thing that we could go to down south was like, you know, if you got invited to like a Nike blue, like a blue chip. Like blue Jake chip two hundred five, woo! Like you were like Get Jake Reed the, on the line, the guy, <laughs> right? If you were at blue chip. So, um, anyway, my glove of choice. Um, I'm I'm really torn, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick my glove because it was like one of the original. Like I, I rocked with it forever, and they they fell apart. But I, I have a, some comments on some of the new gloves. Uh, the the G twenty two gloves. Mm. I think the G twenty two G twenty two gloves were some of the most comfortable gloves I ever wore. They, they ended up falling apart, right? Because, you know, it was old gear and, you know, it wasn't made to last. I will say, like, I've the SDX gloves have always worn in really, really well for me. My favorite gloves right now are the Surgeon Razors. Like, the, like those are yeah. so fucking comfortable. Yeah. I will continue to get them, right? But original pair, G22s, now I'm rocking with the, the Surgeon Razors. 
Jake, I agree with you with the Surgeon Razors. I got them for like when I played Club Across senior year, and I can only use them for like three weekends. But those gloves were fucking money. Anytime I go to shoot around, I use them. Love it. Love those gloves. Again, that that was a really that was a really killer era for SDX. Um, right before the G22s too. And like, this is, again, if, if, if you're looking at that picture of that 2006 US team, which I, I still think is just the crispiest team, um, the SCX iPro, I feel like not a lot of people got a chance to wear those gloves, but pretty, pretty like tight fitting. Um, but also like the same, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the G22s were pretty ahead of their curve with like how well they were like right off the bat with like, you didn't really need to break them in at all. Um, yeah, definitely. Real, yeah. Quality, quality, quality run that SCX went on there. Um, all right. Good pick there, Jake. Uh, all right. Well, so holding in, in the hands of the glove will be the shaft. So we are moving on now to the twigs, to the spoons, to the sticks. And we're, uh, we're, we're getting going here with the shaft. Um, I feel like it, it should be very, um, very specified whether we're going long pole goalie shaft or just a regular attack shaft. Um, but you can, you can choose whatever, but just feel like we, we can probably specify a little bit more exactly what we're going with here. So Jake, the floor is yours. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't have to think about this. I knew it off the top of my head and you know, while SCX had such a great run in those days, uh, Warrior was also just putting out shit without even testing it. I fucking swear to God. I, I they, were, they were putting out stuff without even testing it. And they put out this one particular shaft. Don't do and it. And <laughs> RIP to your gloves if you used it. The Warrior Dolomite shaft. Oh. Yes. The original Dolomite shaft that had this outer coating on it that was supposed to be like, you know, you weren't you didn't have to use tape right like it was thick it was, it was gritty it was, it was sandpaper it was basically sand, it was basically sandpaper, sandpaper on a shaft yeah 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 they wrapped the shaft in sandpaper they yes said, here here is this is 110 bucks yeah and then and then literally after like four games you were like my gloves have holes in them and my skin is being hurt from the shaft <laughs> and that was just a great era of just never testing it was just, just like evidence like you, you nobody tested that Nobody, nobody, nobody thought about that. They said, oh, that's fucking mint. And they said, ship it, slap a price tag on it and ship it. And that's, that's just fucking great. I, I loved it. So that's, that's my pick. It's a classic because everybody knows exactly what you're talking about when you, when you, when you describe it. So warrior Dolomite, easy book it. Uh, speaking of things that definitely weren't tested, um, I'm going to go with my shaft is the Reebok 9k with the holes in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's because go. Reebok, uh, like, Reebok, Reebok was putting out it, it had holes. hockey and oh, cross. Yes. It had holes in all their stuff. So they had holes in the blade of their hockey stick, in the shaft of these hockey sticks, and then in the the shaft. And then but I thought the funniest part about it was the NLL was Reebok only. So this was back when like league deals were like you I mean, had this, to, this everyone had to use like, Reebok. It's like 2006, 2000, no, yeah. 2007, 2008, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so all, and like I used to go to the Toronto Rock games and all those guys were using it. And I was like, oh, they must love the holes. Like 
those guys must live for. Like I didn't know anything about brand deals. So I went out and I bought one as a goalie. <laughs> it's like yeah i need need some more zip on my outlet basket uh but yeah i'm gonna go with the reebok 9k with the holes dude my so my first job ever i worked at a uh i worked at a a lacrosse retail store premier lacrosse in aston pennsylvania r.i.p it doesn't exist anymore but either way i worked at premier lacrosse so this was spring of 2007 so freshman year of high school right around the time that Reebok was really, really getting after it in the lacrosse scene. And in our store, we had a, uh, just like a little shooting area with like a radar gun. And I, I would just take that stick all the, and just thought like, Oh, like, like the air that goes through the shaft must like really help my speed. Like this must really help. Like my shot never, never helped at all. Still just like throwing up like 73 mile per hour gumballs. <laughs> Great stick though. Iconic Dukes. Didn't Brian, didn't Brian do something similar? Maybe to, they might've had I think one they, that had like, they might've had like one hole in it. Like it was like, no, 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 no. Brian had one that had like, it was a cheese grater. Right. And it, and it, when I you remember, swung yeah, it, yes, when you, yes, when you, when you swung it, it would make a whistling whistle. noise. Dude, that's what I thought you were talking about the entire time. Ever. Yes. That's what I thought you were talking know. about. We need all right. We we need to figure out what that is as Dukes is making his pick. I've got right. the F twenty two air attack. I I remember it now, dude. <laughs> dude if you got one check, it would literally fold in half. Do you remember <laughs> like the F? Do you, do you guys remember like the F twenty like the power grip ones where it was basically like? I I I don't even know how to describe what you were I, holding, but if you remember I know the Brian, like F twenty two power grip, like it was it was usually gonna be like your like first stick that you ever had. It was either that or like the the Warrior Alloy two thousand. Um, that stick was absurd. Uh, but dudes, round, round, keep stopping you here. But uh, no, your, I floor is yours. I have about I, shafts. I was really particular about, and I, I put about five there, hoping that I could get at least maybe two, come down to two of them. I have all five on the board. Oh God. I think that there's so many I want to say, but I think I have to keep it simple. I have to go back to about 2007 to the OG, to the lightest shaft in the world, the Maverick Wonder Boy. The Wonder Boy, I think was probably right before, I'm not going to give anything away, probably was the lightest stick of its time, if I remember. Um, I remember uh, a bunch of- I, f- I feel like the gate ice- still had it yes yes but wonder boy i feel like had a little ring where there was debate about it but the gate ice was definitely there i had to give respect to the wonder boy i thought it was just more iconic it was like kind of like the free like showy flashy uh shafts that like when i like just first started playing i remember seeing them being like oh that's sick never getting one again never getting one i kept it simple i just had a gate ice but i think that the uh the wonder boy was about as iconic as it could get well, how about this? Do you guys remember the the camouflage Wonder Boy? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just just make it okay. I, I didn't know if that was like a specialty novelty item that like only like a select people had. Um, yeah, the, the camo Wonder Boy is a, a hilarious stick. Um, yeah, had a Wonder Boy. I'll, I'll tell you what, Maverick butt ends right up there with my favorite butt ends of all time. Um, also Maverick balls, best smelling balls. Might, might not uh, want to click, might yeah, not want to click yeah. that one. Uh, 
no, Lost. but like, listen, dude, you you Lost. get you, you would get you would get a box delivered to you of like a dozen balls. You break open into those pack. You guys don't love the smell of lacrosse balls of a fresh pack yeah, of lacrosse balls. You I only, sorry, I mean, I, like I, I do, but like, I, I, yeah, Maverick, dude, Maverick balls. You would break open into a pack of Maverick balls. They would always have the best scent. I, know, I, 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 no I, I just can't remember. I've been. I don't know if we're balls. talking lacrosse anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, we just never a big were. Top Gun fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe hope I pray that there's someone else out there who's ripped into a fresh pack of Mavericks and has been blessed with that scent because it's to die for. Um, all right. Again, my shit. So Jake, this is where I thought you were going, but again, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm really aging myself here because this is even before the Dolomite, but this is when warrior was just shit kicking everybody when it came to the shaft game. Um, and you look around at, at some of just the all time greats, right? Like you've got the crypto pro, the crypto light, um, crypto pro wire, crypto pro wire was sweet, but what it all boils down to, and, and this is, you know, he had a bunch of sticks made out of titanium, maybe even, had, I, I don't know, I'm not good enough at, uh, at chemistry to know what metals they were using. But when everything started to switch to titanium, right, and, and, and titanium shafts were the way to go, uh, the Titan Pro was just, yes. uh, the, the, warrior Titan, the Warrior Titan Pro was just like the epitome. Like if you had a Titan Pro, you're like, I fucking made it. You might've been like an eight-year-old kid playing, you know, a little summer tournament, but you're like, yep. Like I have like the stick. Um, so the Warrior Titan Pro, like that was like the first, the first shaft that I can remember, like when like the, the magazines would come out, like, what was it? Like great American lacrosse, like those, those little catalogs would come out and you would look in there and you'd be like, all right, like, what do I want? What do I want? You look at the Titan pro, you're like, I want that motherfucker so bad. So, um, never owned one, believe it or not, always wanted one. So anyone out there right now, maybe your own sideline swap, maybe you're, uh, you are selling a, a Titan pro. Let me holla at you because I've been wanting one for about, I don't know, like 22 years at this point. I, I just want to, I think I left one off the table now that it's over. Um, I want. I don't know. Do you guys remember the Scandium Pro, which uh, had like the grip, and it had like if it was like a light blue shaft, it'd have white running up the side. Yeah, I think that wasn't maybe the best shaft, but I think that was. It was. Can, can we can we do fun. honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, honorable mentions. I I got an honorable mention. The crank shaft. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, that was that was that was all of our that was all of our honorable mention. The crank shaft. It was one. too easy. It was too easy. <laughs> I, I have one. This I don't know how long it was on the market, but if you remember this, I think you're an original gearhead. So they made a shaft. Warrior made a shaft that had a Kevlar coating. Oh yes. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And it was like a Kevlar sleeve on yeah. top of just like a regular crypto pro. And they sold that shit for like 250 bucks. Do you remember they, they also put out the, uh, the weighted shaft that you could yes. use as a, as a trainer that was orange. And then everyone was like, like everyone was like, I'm not going to spend all that money. Like I'm just going to fill like my actual lacrosse stick up with like a bunch of pennies. 
And then every, like everyone would be like showing up to games with like three sticks and like two of them would be gamers. And then the other one would just be like a shaft full of pennies and everyone. The like, face off oh, yeah. guy at my high school I went to was like a huge meathead and he used the training shaft just like as a regular shaft. Oh my God. <laughs> he just used to beat people. What with a it. It was hard awful. It was such a hard out. Yes, I agree. Uh, I have one more. If I don't know if this is just, it was a weird time for lacrosse too. Do you guys remember when they tried experimenting with bamboo shafts and they were like, we yes. get bamboo yeah. into like long poles. So it's called the bam shaft. Um, it, I guess they kind of like the dragonfly kind of had like the same concept, but I remember literally people one summer had bamboo for the cross shaft. I, I had a kid who, um, so he stopped playing his sophomore year of college. Um, but kid could shoot the fucking piss out terrible lacrosse player, but could shoot the piss out of the ball. Like, I don't know, like one, like one Oh five, like kid was bringing heat. Um, and this is captain's practices our freshman year. So like, we're like a week into school, like just meeting guys for the first time. Um, and here's this kid, like he comes in, everyone's like, yeah, like this kid shoots like one Oh five, like he must be like nasty. And he's using a bamboo shaft. Everyone's like, fuck, uh, drills, a, a sophomore defender in the draw, like right in the chin strap breaks his jaw. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I I've always associated no I've always associated bamboo shafts with guys who just are just completely reckless with their shot selections and not very good at lacrosse, but just like to see a big number on the radar gun. Um, there's definitely no one like that on the on Instagram. Jared Newman should use bamboo shaft this weekend. Um, all right, so are we good on uh, honorable mentions for shafts? All right. Well, that will bring us right into heads and a, a, a very, uh, I, I guess that brings, brings me up here with the floor. Like I mentioned, a lot of the things that I'm going to be talking about today, it all comes down to the whole reason why I fell in love with this beautiful sport. It all comes down to MP 22 and I'd be remiss if I didn't take the first pick in the head draft the Brian Swerve, the Mikey Powell Swerve. So if anyone remembers this, this is when Mikey Powell came out with his first line of gear and this head, it had the, uh, first off, sweet little sidewall design, little uh, almost like a check mark, but down by the throat, it would have an insert, a little plastic insert. And you could either choose to put that insert in or take it out. The reason why you would keep it in is because in theory it would like hide the ball from maybe, maybe like a goalie to make it a little bit harder for them to like pick it up coming out of your stick. Um, but just an unbelievable head. Uh, I, I remember I got this, I had this head on a, uh, do you guys remember when Harrow was making yes. shafts, the yes. composite shafts that would have like, it would like taper off. So yeah. you could like, yeah, the dent. So I, I had the, uh, the Harrow like tapered off shaft with a Mikey pal swerve, two U shooters and three across. This was, That's this was classic. the wild, the wild West days when you could just load your stick full of as many shooters as you want Two U's, three across with the Mikey pal swerve. So, uh, unbelievable head, um, can't imagine that, that that's going to be on like a ton of people's radars. Uh, but if you're a guy who, who worships, mp22 then it's it's right at the top of yours dukes i went to i would say probably the michael jordan the lebron james of lacrosse heads universally renowned 
the clutch. I'm not talking the clutch 2.0. I'm talking about the brand. The clutch. original clutch. Everybody knows that if you play midfield, attack, shoot, pass, anybody that was anybody went with the clutch. Um, and you got fans with like the clutch 2.0s. So you can change the colors and everything. The clutch was just this, it was it was like investing into what is it, the SPF 500? Dude, the the clutch with two U's and two nylons. I can't I mean, tell you how many of those are strong. But but here's the thing. It had the it had the defect in it where if you used it long enough, the bottom um like there's there's four holes on the in the bottom for the for the uh, to tie off the the mesh, they would break. And it had a defect and it happened on every single clutch. If you used it long enough, it would happen. And that was, I think, the best part like of it. It was just such a gem. Like everyone was like, hey, let me see your clutch. Oh, yep, it's broken. Right. And everybody, it happened to everybody. Yeah. But it's, you know, you look at a great product like the iPhone. I think we can all agree the iPhone's pretty good. We know right after. <laughs> I, loved, I, loved, I love this take. I already love this take. Whatever. Yeah. After some time passes, Apple's phones deteriorate. Like only the best products really deteriorate if, if i'm going off what you're saying so because well, yeah because you want to hold on to them for as long as you can yeah and you want to go back for more and we all do we get a clutch for the fourth time it's not even like august you go into like you have like two more summer tournaments like i'm going through my fifth clutch so yeah well um drake i i believe that i saw you already using the uh the the brine uh the brine money at uh at at, at, at the world games so um i i think that that's gonna be I thought that head was like the swaggiest thing when I first started playing lacrosse. And then uh, I, I like actually tried using it and it like folded backwards. Like literally the ball would hit it and it would just like completely fall apart. Um, I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go with a player head actually, but little got an interesting story tied to it. Uh, I feel like this one is every single player in high school lacrosse was using it at one point, uh, the proton power yeah. STX. Uh, but funny, so we played international rules in Canada, and with the head specs, they measured the heads from the bottom, or like from the bottom of the throat all the way to the top. And the proton power head, because of the way it was measured, was always illegal. Because so the, the throat of the is little, a, like, a throat, little, little yeah. yeah, little raised. So I guess in college they would just measure from the bottom; they wouldn't count that. But in international rules, they counted it. Our coach would literally stand at the sideline. Cause we were like good, but we like, weren't that good. He would stand at the sideline and write down the numbers of every kid on the other team during warmup who he saw had a proton power. And then during the game, we get into our conference championship game. This was like actually legendary. We get in our conference championship and this guy is literally stick check. Anytime a kid with a proton power scores, stick check, illegal, no goal. We get the ball free clear. <laughs> and we finish the game. We won three, two. The other coach looked like he was like actually gonna kill us. All the kids are like ripping us. We're like, you guys should just use legal sticks. Like, yeah, sorry, stop like, cheating, fucking. Because <laughs> their their whole team had proton power. <laughs> it was absolutely electric. So yeah, because of that, yeah. always got a special place in my head. Proton power. Great head too. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's <laughs> uh greasy move, and I love it. <laughs> Jake. So mine, 
Mine's a, mine's a weird one, but it's because I, I, I use, it's not weird, but I, I used it so many times, right? Like I just had so many of them that it was like my go-to, like you found the head that like really worked for you and you rocked with it until, you know, I feel like there was like a very slow growth in the number of heads that were out there. And then all of a sudden it just, it was exponential, right? You went from like, there were like a bunch, like a core group of heads that you could get. And then it just like that, it got out of hand. So one of the, that original core group was, and there's always some like discussion on how to pronounce it, but like the warrior Revo pro or the Revo pro, however you want to say it. Like that was like Mm -hmm. one of my OGs that I, that I like the like old faithful. Should, should we, right. should we, I I'm, I'm Revo and then I'm, I'm a Revo Evo guy. A Revo Evo guy. Cause Evo denote like Evo should match. Right. But I understand you could say Revo or I'm, Revo. I, 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 I might actually just be a Revo Evo guy actually. No, yeah. I, I think that's probably, that's probably that, the Rev, way to pronounce Revo it. Evo. Yeah. Revo Evo. Um, but like, I, I loved like <laughs> that the head was so goddamn heavy and the sidewall was so wide. Wait, real quick. Th- are, are you talking about the Revo? Because the yeah. Yes, the Revo. Yes. Yeah, the, the Revo was. It was wide. And was my a favorite. Thick bitch. Man, the best part was that when you laid the, a slap check on someone's fucking elbow, you got, or like the wrist, like you got like the full sidewall on it. They would just buckle because it it just felt like a, like a nice little nasty slap on their wrist. So that one's mine. Um, that I, I rocked like I do the original razor. Original razor. Yeah. Come on now. I do like the, the the rebel was like the one, that, and then the Evo like later line, on. That whole line of warrior was great. I mean, like the blade. Blade was Ooh, a sick OG head. blade. The OG the blade. You remember blade a real? Was... Fu- what about a real fucked up one? The helix. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, he looks that was, one was ugly. Should we talk about just some of like the most ridiculous heads? I feel like we can talk about heads for a while. So let's just just start throwing out there just ridiculous heads like the uh the STX deuce. Oh, I had oh, an STX deuce. I was rocking that. I had an STX <laughs> deuce, like because then S like because they, they started putting like uh like a rubber rubber yep. like on top yep. of it. So like the deuce had it um also like the g-force had like rubber co- dude the g-force was also fucked up so the scx g-force it had like the teeth on the top of the head and they had rubber coatings but what was happening is fucking meatheads meathead defensemen would take would peel off the rubber coating and then like would like go outside and take the the teeth that are on top of the uh on the head oh, yeah. and just like rub it up against the curb to like sharpen it and then they start throwing slap checks and you're basically getting hit by like razor blades. Jake, what's your take on the, on the gate D head? Yeah. That's what I was about. To so, so I've heard, I've actually heard that it's kind of, kind of insane. Um, I've, there's been a couple of kids who they've gotten their hands on it. Super light. Um, honestly, it could never be me having to have one of those, those, uh, those heads to throw a can opener, but like, you know, to each his own. Right. Um, I think it looks dumb as hell. Um, I, I guess I, I guess I get the point, but like, I, that it's, it, I would never need that to, to throw a nasty can opener, but it's funny though. Like I have to play, but I have to play since I'm like the, 
I guess the youngest guy on my placid team, they make me play midfield and attack because I can, because I like the only one who can run apparently. So like I have to be, I had to get like a whole bunch of new gear and shit. So this is just like inspiring me to go fucking burn a bunch of money on, on new gear before I head up there. It's fucking my wallet's going to, my wallet's going to hurt though. <laughs> well, what about the, uh, the, I mean, the SCX arrow is basically the first, I was about to say, it's the same thing, it, right? It, iteration of that one. Um, SCX, I don't even know like what the, well, so here's, but like the SCX arrow, like it had the, so it had like that little widened out spot on the, on the, but like, I feel like I, I forget like how they were marketing that, but I feel like they were saying like, it's like easier for like ground balls or some shit like that. Yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not sure what the angle was there. I think. I think that was what you were saying. They were just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping something would stick, and calling it innovation. Yeah. What um? What was the gate head that had like so many sidewall holes? Oh, I know torque? exactly. Yeah, the torque. Oh. The torque. Yes. Fuck, that gate was a classic, dude. That was a classic. Everybody had that one. You were. You were. You. Like if you were a player that passed the eye test back then, you were rocking a gate torque. Yeah, the gate torque. I mean, just so many. I, I feel like that was just like stringers, like just would just nut over that one. It's back too. A couple guys were using it this uh this past week. Yep. Uh the Brian Edge, Brian Edge Ice, little little see-through head, little clear head. Ooh, got one for you. The stiffy. I remember the, but I forget. With the, it's got a titanium rod in either side of the sidewall, and I played with a guy in college. He was gonna go to Tufts, but he wanted to play club because that's sick, right? He was disgusting. He literally threw so many fucking hard slap checks that his head, the titanium rod in it, he bent it, right? So by the end of the year, just the head was like offset a little bit because he had been throwing so many he bent the titanium rod and it was he was such a meathead but that was that was one of my favorites sdx x2 just a classic you know can never go wrong with it um dude just so many so many good heads so many good heads um all right cool so that uh all right so we, we did what we did helmet we did shoulder pads we did elbows we did gloves we did shaft head does that bring us down to cleats yeah all right so uh jake uh cleats and or footwear floor is yours there's just any any old footwear attire i will i will fight people i I will get into any argument on the internet over these cleats because these kids don't fucking understand nowadays with these ankle ankle length new balance ugly ass fucking cleats the cleanness of the original nike cleats like nike has always been the premier supplier of cleat. I don't care that Nikki Nikki Polanco wore knee link socks with like those gigantic warrior burn whatevers, right? You look like a you look like a narp if you're wearing warrior. I'm not a huge fan of the of the New Balance. The in my cleat is the Nike Super Speed D three quarters cleat, cleanest cleat there ever was. And I'll, I will post a picture in chat, but like this cl- cleanest cleat there ever was. Second to that, I will accept the Nike Vapor Carbon Era. Yes, I, yeah, I absolutely. That's, will. that's what I, that's, that's what I, I will. I will accept that. Right. Yeah. That was that was a very clean, very clean era. And now I rock the Hirachis. 
but like, like super speed D three quarters, those who know, no. I'm going to go with, uh, I mean, hmm. I'm going to go with the Nike OG, the original vapor untouchables, vapor untouchable one. Uh, it was like the sock cleat, super limited release, really hard to get, really hard to find. Um, I was able, fun story about those, my freshman year, there was a pair that Hakeem Leckie had apparently worn and they were shot and completely Hakeem worn the dream. Down, but they were white with like a, like kind of chrome orange Nike swoosh. And I thought they were sick and Keem gave them to Nate Solomon. Nate Solomon charged me $115 for them. <laughs> I had free cleats given to me by <laughs> the university. And I, you and got I hustled, said, son. I literally said to him, I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I actually paid $115 for the cleats, wore them until they like basically were falling off my feet. Uh, I actually just found a pair, hustled the guy on sideline, swapped like 40 bucks to get a, a gray and red pair that I wore for Canada. Best cleat there is, in my opinion. OG Vapor Untouchable. Jake, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the cleats you sent. I'm still a carbon guy. Not going to take it because that's the type of guy I am. I see it on the board. Feels a little cheap. What am I looking at right now? Do you guys remember the glorious age of Volt and when Nike really tried to push Volt and everyone? And you guys are talking about how big of a douchebags the people that went to Jake Reed, Blue Chip, like Maverick Showtime with their cleats. Nobody would stand up out and look like a bigger fucking dick than people in eighth grade, ninth grade rocking the Volt Hirachis. The Volt Hirachis were crazy because you could get them in the Jake Reed colors. You could get them off sidelines off from someone who was selling them from Jake Reed. You could get the Syracuse orange and Volt shoes, which were the most disgusting oh, things. Oh, I know exactly what you're date. looking at. Yeah, or you could get the white in the Volt. I'm telling you, the tw- 2011 period, you wore the Volt socks with the Volt shoes. You stood out like it, w- it was a it was a weird, weird time period, but um, nostalgic for sure. So yeah, the Volt Hirachis, literally any combination, like Jake Reed. Syracuse, it looked gross. I mean, that was also like right around when like the uh like the Cam Newtons came out. Yeah, well, so, yeah, so, the so Under like, Armors, the, the, the Under Armors that would like come up like halfway up your yeah. shin, and then you'd have like every kid like playing crabs who'd like have like a, a like a, a, a Maryland flag pair of yeah. uh yeah of, oh. of, of of Cam Newtons. Um, yeah, I mean, my my pick here is going to be. And by the way, Jake, you're uh, so the Nike Super Speed uh, D like three quarters. I always thought played a little bit better as turf as turf dogs, not yeah. necessarily in the cleat, but but as as the turf shoe. I think that that was like the to go turf shoe. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I'm gonna go with the the Nike Zoom uh, Vapor Carbon like just doesn't get any crispier than that. But I do want to throw out a, a special pick here, and maybe I'll even have this as as my number one pick. Um, not necessarily a cleat, but again, this is just uh, this is just me stroking off Mikey Powell this entire segment. Does anyone out there, and I, and I don't necessarily think that the three of you will remember this, but I, I'm I'm asking the masses here, everyone who's listening right now, if you remember the Black Sheep's. 
So Brian put out a sneaker. It was a, it was a Mikey pal sneaker. Now here's the thing. You guys are probably going to go to Google image right now to try to think about, to see what I'm talking about. You can't find a picture of them anywhere. I've already tried to do this, like just to be able to explain it to you. Well, so here's the thing. So, I mean, they were realistically like, just like black sneakers. Like they kind of just like, uh, I don't know, like almost like a, like you could equate it to like a, weird version of like a, a vans almost like a knockoff vans type of thing but um but in the tongue they had like a little uh a little inst- so like you would put like a, like a guitar pick like in the tongue like right over the logo um because that was like right as mikey powell was Dude, like trying- I, I found them did you, you can find them yes search up mikey powell sneaker and it shows up signed mikey powell black sheep white 15 us let's go they're kind of spaggy. And you got the, you're right. Oh, they got the, the pick. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Really, yeah. I so got they're, really they're, excited there. Yeah. There we go. All right. So there's a pair of the white and green on, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Shout out to Poshmark. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it, it was just like a sneaker, but you had the, the Mikey Powell logo on them and right on the tongue, someplace to put your guitar pick. So if you were just, you know, strumming along, uh, you, you'd have a little place to store that. So, Again, just a, a super, uh, I, don't, I don't just a, a, a wild time in lacrosse when Mikey Powell was just like trying so hard to tell everybody that he does not want to play lacrosse. Like he just wants to play. And, and lacrosse was just like, no, Mikey, like we need to like squeeze like a few more dollars out of you. Can we please get a few more, uh, just some, a little bit more gear out of you. And he's like, all right, but like, this is, this is basically my swan song. Um, so the Mikey pal black sheeps. It's pretty epic that like uh, the best, some of the best players in our sport, like pretty openly didn't like our sport, <laughs> like past Spencer, Mikey Powell, like pretty, like I've made it pretty clear to everyone that they didn't really like lacrosse that much. Dude, they're just like, 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 like legends. Stuff. They're like, I, I hate this thing. I'm so sick at it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go win the Taward in today. It's brutal. Yeah, tough. T- I mean, Jared Bernhardt too. Just yeah, Tawards on winners were just like, yeah, fuck this game. Fuck this. Um. All right. So now we are going to make our way over to accessories. Uh, Dukes, just kind of explain what the thought process here is on accessory because I'm still a little up in the air about where I want to go with this one. So you want to add something. So you have, you have your gear right now, right? You have your Jersey on school issue, Jersey, whatever. What we're looking for is one thing that you can add to your helmet, shaft, head, cleats, something that can make your outfit just a little bit more drippy. It could be like, you know, a headband or something along the lines of that, whatever you want to go. I'm not going to give anything away. No ideas, but that's basically the premise of it. I think this is our last one. All right. Um, well, you know what, Drake, Let's let, let's just throw off the order here a little bit. Let's go. Uh, we'll, we'll go Drake. We'll go Dukes. We'll go myself. And then we'll end things off with shit out here. So he can, he can open it up and close it. So Drake, your number one pick in the accessory draft. You are going to regret giving me this pick because I'm going to go with Mikey Powell's headband. He wore in Lake Placid. In, in, in the LXM highlight. pro. And in the LXM Pro, the one that went all the way down his back to his to his ass, literally a one, like greatest thing I've ever seen. 
I remember the first time I saw it, I thought he had a really long ponytail. And I had no idea like what it was, but I mean, just an, an epic look. So well, I'm that, gonna go that with that one. The visor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He cooked, he cooked look. people in that. He, like he cooked in that too. That was the funny. <laughs> though, like if he, if he wasn't Mikey Powell, you would, I mean, you would have beat that guy up in the parking lot, right? <laughs> like you would have, you would have said like, Hey, Hey buddy, you know, and hit him with your car or something. But like, it was Mikey. So like, it was, it was way different. I wore a long headband for one practice and uh, one of the seniors tripped me. Uh, Paulo Safari who's now a coach at Cornell. He was like, he's like, dude, that looks so ugly. Why are you wearing that? I was like, Oh, like Mikey Powell rocked it in class. And he's like, literally, I guess, cause he's from upstate. I didn't realize like what I just said. And he turns around and like grabs me. He goes, you are not Mikey Powell. <laughs> and then turned around and went back to his locker. I never wore it again. Uh, you learn. Um, I think mine, you know, I, I have probably two honorable mentions just because drip is drip, but as a Long Island kid, I got to go the uh, headstrong laces, you know, the neon, yeah, the neon green headstrong laces. Cause if anybody that had any sort of steez knows you could rip out the strings in your gloves and put, put together the headstrong bracelets. You could put them in your, uh, on your cleats, you could wear it as like a wristband. So, yeah, I mean, that was another thing that just like went on in the lacrosse world for a little bit. You go to Lacrosse Unlimited and be like, could you melt me a bracelet? And then just burn two ends of a lacrosse string and you get a bracelet. And I'd be going down like my fucking whole entire arm. So, yeah, the uh, they had strong laces were, were iconic. Yeah. Shout out to the Kyle Lori family. Uh, I know that they're big fans of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, so we saw Pat at LaxCon. Yeah, we did see Pat at last con. He's he's always buzzing around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what what headstrong? I mean, listen, obviously, what headstrong has done for um, you know their 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 cause has been phenomenal. But like what they've done to lacrosse culture also very phenomenal. So headstrong, huge part of lacrosse. Uh, you said you had two honorable mentions. So you the, the your headstrong. I'll wrap laces. it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll wrap it up at the end. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm 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 a little torn here because like there's one that I always thought was a sick look, but I just never really did it. Like I, I didn't have the legs to pull it off when I was a, a young lad. I I think I could probably do it today. I, I go for more runs today than I did as a, as a young man. Um, always love just like the thin uh, sweatband. Like uh, usually it was like Under Armour, just like that would go like on the uh, like over the calf. So that, that sweatband was, was always like a pretty good look. Like, I feel like you'd always go like two, like two, two was like the max one, one would look good. Two would look great. Three would look like this guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, but again, like I, I just never really implemented that in my game. Um, I feel like just a low key accessory, just a really strong tape job. Um, you know, I, I feel like if you candy caned your stick, uh, or if you had like the, the crossing X's going all the way up, just a really crispy, clean tape job, uh, always just really pulled together a look super nicely. So I'm going to go with tape job on that one. I'd say that's fair. Jake, I know, I, know, I know you're a big tape guy as well. So I hate, I hate to do that to you right before your pick, but uh, your, your go-to accessory to really cap off a look and set you over the edge. Well, it's, I mean, there's an obvious one, right? There's an obvious one and it's mid-calf socks, right? Like that's, that's the accessory that, that goes with everything. I, I never go anywhere without them. Um, that's obviously going to be my, my big pick, right? 
Um, I would like to fry the youth nowadays, though, because the I want to like I want to I want to maybe go over some stuff like some looks I've seen like this summer and like the last summer that have just been like it's not it, right? I think one obviously off the top like these are accessories that'll never make it into my game. They'll, they'll, I hope they'll hopefully never make it into this draft. So let's 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 go off on a tangent here. Um, ankle socks, obviously right no shows like that's just that's crazy to me i know hold on rolling your shorts up now this is this is a tough one for me right this is a tough one for me especially growing up in the era where like and and it was so great because powell lacrosse posted like a like a day like a danowski throwback and you saw like the boys rocking the biggest fucking shorts on the duke (laughs) like when they were rocking the triads they had the biggest shorts in the entire world out there but like those those things like the rolling up shorts not having it something nowadays uh every kid apparently has a chain like they've got a lot of jewelry going on like i'm i'm not it seems dangerous to me not not about it right seems dangerous seems like a hazard Right. I think I get if it's if it's your thing, but it seems like a hazard to me. Like you put all those three th- three things together, like the chain, uh, the rolled up shorts, and the ankle socks. I'm like, I'm dusting this kid it's, on the field. It is it is the TikTokification of lacrosse. There we go. I, I in in like, and I'm I'm glad we're having this gear talk because this, you know, we this none of this can be TikTokified. It is history. Here's the thing. You, you give me, you give me any of those kids right now who are, and listen, I, I don't even, I, I don't mind ankle socks. I don't mind high shorts. Like I, I don't, I don't hate it, but you show me like you bring me any one of those twerps who are ankle socks rolled up shorts and their chain. And you put them up against Matt Donowski in 2009 with his shorts, like halfway down his shins, Matt Donowski is going to fucking cook you and he's going to cook you hard. So Anyone who thinks that they look the part right now, roll back the tape, check out the history books, and 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 you're gonna get schooled by some of those greats who maybe right now are wearing parachute shorts. But uh, Drake, I'm, I'm gonna add. Uh, I'm gonna add to this rant a little bit. Yeah, the because there's another thing I've noticed this summer because I'm actually I've been re- recruiting a little bit for uh, Messiah College where I'm a graduate assistant now, and uh, I'm noticing a lot of eye black in summer lacrosse um and like not could just never regular, be me not just could regular like never. aggressive aggressive eye black in summer lacrosse raccoon, and raccoon eyes the oh my like the joker smiley face i've seen i'm seeing kids not for like i think i always the only time i got it was like big championship you're a crab feast or like philly showcase championship the boys no. throw on eye black i i kind of get it never oh, in well, summer I, i'll give it a pass i'll give it a pass these kids are in the Baltimore summer kickoff, second game of the day, pool play, and I've, I'm watching kids literally before the game drawing on their thighs with eye black and then covering their faces, and I, I was, was literally sitting there. I was fuming. I was sitting there fuming in my chair, like actually crossing kids' names off, getting so mad about it, like so <laughs> unnaturally angry that this is where we are now. So, sorry, I just I had to add that piece in. If you're a kid and you're listening, stop wearing eye black for summer lacrosse, please. <laughs> I think the, uh, I think it, like honorable mention. I think that uh, going off the mid caps look, the double Nike mid calf look that went on for a yeah. little bit. 
Um, Absolutely. I, I remember what I used to do. I used to put on a one sock normal, flip the inside one out. So it'd be an upside down, Nike. upside down Nike. Yeah. That was a real pros pro move. I used, I used to really like the, uh, <laughs> like the black Nike underneath and then the white yeah. Nike over top. And then yep. they even, they even made like Nike made a sock that had like the, yes. uh, just, just at the very top, just like a little sliver of black showing. Hang on, I have a yeah, but, I, I have a, a, a picture of me playing in, in college where I'm rocking the I'm rocking a white so I had black cleats because those like ones I had a black cleats with a black sock and I have a white sock that's underneath it. So there's just like a tiny little bit. I'll send I'll send a picture of the group chat, but like the double yeah. sock shit was was crazy. What uh, else? I mean, also just like the wax, I mean the like the wax strap on the side of the helmet. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean Drake with the with the triple B, um, little one here that isn't necessarily a uh, an accessory that like pulls off your look, but an accessory that you would have growing up, um, especially if if you were growing up through this era, um, the Brian Guru. It was the uh, the the trick yeah. stick that came out, so it wasn't necessarily a mini stick, but it was a stick specifically designed for stick tricks. So you would have, um, I mean, it was just designed for like sidewall uh stalls it had like little like prongs on the back of uh, on like underneath of the head so you could like scoop it up through the back of the head it had like a little spot on the throat where you could like throw it up and like catch it almost like a like a ball in a cup type of type of situation um the shaft it was like kind of like tapered down so you could do uh the, the walk the dog just ride that sidewall stall all the way down the shaft um sick invention helped out with your hands a lot. So anyone who was out there uh, whipping around with a Brian guru, chances are you probably sucked at your conditioning drills, but you always had the best hands on the team. Uh, speaking from experience. Facts. No rebuttal <laughs> for me. None, none here. Uh, all right. But and anything else that, you know, is really just that, that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about, but you've been dying to, to get out there just remind people of some of just the greatest items in lacrosse history. Uh, the, can we talk the Syracuse vault look? Yes. Like, that, like, well, like how hard they tried to push vault. Like, what was that? What was that about? The only wait, school that you, ever did it. you know what that was about? Are you saying that wasn't a good look? I think it was oh, sick. I just, I don't, I don't know where it came into like it had, anything. It had nothing. I actually heard the story from the equipment manager who was talking about it. And they said it literally just like showed up and Nike was like, yeah, like, what do you think? And they were like, I, I guess we'll do it. Like, sure. And like they, the equipment manager was asking like, why are we doing this? And he was just like, yeah, like, uh, no, we just think it'd be a cool thing. Like there was no like rhyme or reason to it. It was for a quarterfinal game. And I think it was yep. cause they were trying to sell like the, the volt, like, stuff too like all the neon they were pushing but yeah they literally and then so all the guys had to use it and they got that gear like that week so they were working in new cleats like that week so could have factored into that overtime loss too they had the boys so i'm looking at a few of the kits so they had the the all orange uh pro seven but like some of the pieces so, oh my god this is so ugly they had it was all pro all orange pro seven orange chrome face mask with like volt uh 
like uh, like a hint of vault all over the place, like on the vent and on the side and stuff like that. It just it just didn't fit. And then everybody had bolt socks. Everybody. Because they were also trying to push. They're like, oh, let's get Syracuse across, one of the best teams in the nation to push the Volts merch. Like, they're probably one of our biggest people. A bunch of white kids from, like, Long Island and Massachusetts are falling for this fucking shit that you look faster in the Volts. So, like, they're just like, it's the perfect demographic just to attack. But, yeah, the Volt the Volt days were insane. And like that spring into that fall, that fall is when Cam Newton came out with his highlight cleats. I love the Volt game. I thought it was the sickest thing ever. And, like, I guess now that I, I, when I was younger, I just thought it was cool. Now that I'm older, like, it is insane that they did that in a quarterfinal game. They literally convinced the team <laughs> to wear a color in a quarterfinal game that wasn't their team's color. Like, there's <laughs> never been any neon ever. Like, imagine Duke, like, walking out in, like, a full neon and, like, vaulted out kit. Like, ever, like it would be so weird. But for some reason, it just, like, happened. Did anybody, did anybody else in history do like a super out of, out of pocket, like color scheme day? I know Duke did like, well, like black is like their alternate, but like, I, I like who did like, teams will do it for like, I've seen, I know Hofstra does it for like, um, they'll do like a St. Patty's Day uniform or like a military uniform or stuff like that. The Notre Dame, the Notre Dame, uh, green chrome. Like when they did the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Irish, yep. yeah, like the, the St. Paddy's Day stuff for them was, they, they had a few pieces of gear that were sick. Oh, uh, this has nothing to do with this. We could segue this into just closing it out. I have uh, potentially drama in the Notre Dame locker room next year. Oh, no. If so, this has to do with goalie shit, I'm going I to swear sign God, off no, right. I swear, I'm going to sign, this sign off right now. This is good. So wor- the word on the street is Brian Tevlin, the Yale, re- the Yale guy, mm-hmm. is – Possibly one of the best. Uh, what's what's the instrument called? Bagpiper. Bagpiper. Bag, he's one of the best bagpipers that the United States got, and and he's coming in and like he's not asking for the job, but he's so good he might just take it for it. So like that's something to look out for. Like I can't account that for the national championship odds. Like I don't know if the locker room's broken going into the season, but all I know is Brian Tevlin is a um, mastermind with the bagpipes in his hand. We got it. We got bagpipes gotta, in high school. We got to hear this. Maybe does he have a SoundCloud? We uh, we should try to get tryouts between the two of them on here and like let people decide. That would be the dream. It's a good way to do it. Um, I actually, I really need to hear him because that's, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, if that's word on the street, if it's getting out there that you're so good, that you're so sick at the bagpipes that you should be the, the bagpipe guy at Notre Dame, like you, you better be fucking nasty at the yeah. pipes. Yeah, the Notre Dame talk. Someone told me that like randomly in passing. Um, other thing that I just want to get out is so Barstool's doing uh shoot up for soldiers next Thursday uh in Mass Topequa, getting together a team. I know Jordan Jordy's got some obligations with uh spit and chicklets and all that, but we'll be there. Please check out my link in bio or on the crease jobs link in bio to donate. Um, they do a great cause. We're going to be playing with FDNY, NYPD. People should be a great day. If you're on Long Island, come out playing at like five or seven o'clock. Are you, are you, you're hopping in cage? Fuck no. Um, <laughs> I got, I got to find my pole. If not, I'm just going to play MIDI. We got, right. we got, did we, I was looking around the office and I was like, Does, is, did you guys play lacrosse? Like I got one of Matt St. Lorenz guys as an intern. He's like, oh yeah, I play. We have about seven goalies in the office. 
seven goalies. Uh, we got Steve Romano. I should tell you something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking a shit show. And then we got like Steve Romano who played for the MLL. So that would uh, should be fun. Should be a good day. Yeah, but seven what team goals. in the MLL? What team in the MLL was like Lizards. a, a, a Lizards. Ohio yeah. machine? Okay. Lizards. Yeah. Uh, he, he oh actually, yeah, Steve Romano. That's right. He, yeah, he came with me to my uh, Ohio machine tryout. Still, uh, still, still haven't gotten a call back from that one. Um. All right. Yeah. That's, that's a putting together a pretty good squad. It does worry me a bit that we have seven goalies working in the office. I feel like that's not conducive to a uh, functional working environment, but what do I know? Um, goalies, you fucking six sons of bitches. Uh, but yeah, so make sure that you guys are checking that out. Uh, great, great event for a great cause. Uh, make sure that you guys are subscribed to the YouTube channel where the crease dive there. Uh, if, I mean, listen, if, if, if you got through this entire episode and you were listening on Spotify and Apple, thank you. But you really should have been watching this one on YouTube. I think it was great for that. Uh, but again, make sure that you're subscribed on Apple and Spotify. If you aren't already, make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at the crease dive on both uh, Drake, Drake and Jake. Uh, can't thank you guys enough for coming on here. I mean, that was, that, that was, that was a great time. I could talk Killer. gear. I could talk gear for hours upon hours. Um, I know you guys have stuff to do though. So, uh anything else you guys got to say or just uh yeah thanks for having us man stash, as always stash is looking great again uh congrats on the gold medal to drake and the rest of team canada and in the meantime we'll be keeping it low to high until the day we die Between us grow deeper